0: Hey there, true believers, welcome to episode 15 of the Marvel Mondays Initiative here on the Penultimate Conquest. Today's topic is our discussion of Loki as part of our Marvel Mondays Initiative. Um, I think I read the same thing twice. Uh, Episode three, titled Lamentis. But before we get into our discussion, we've got a little housekeeping. If you're watching on YouTube, consider dropping a like and a sub and don't forget to hit the bell to get notifications for all our shows, like our video game show, the Penultimate Conquest podcast our TV and movies podcast, the cross-media show, our lit RPG show, Stats on Stats, and of course our anime show called Anime Nation. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Christian, your curator of cinema and host for the evening. And alongside me today, welcoming him back after a few weeks away, uh, my friendly neighborhood co-host of all things Marvel and Destiny, the daddy-to-be, Eric. Hello.
1: Hello. Hello. It's been a while.
0: Yeah, so, you feel good to be back or what?
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's good. I still have this is the last day of my vacation. I go back to work tomorrow. I even got my comfy cat shirt on right now. It's like freaking wearing a cloud. It's very comfortable. Um, yeah, mountains were good. Had a good time. Uh, we saw a bear in its natural habitat. Um, had a little cub. There were some people taking photos around it. Very brave people. Very brave. They're about maybe, maybe at most 20 feet from this bear. So this was the most chill mama bear on earth, or these people had like the biggest uh, cojones ever. Because I've been chased by a black bear before; it's one of the scariest things ever. So, like I said, uh, but no, uh, it was a good time. It was if there were anything time.
0: like if there anything like Yogi and Boo Boo, then that would have been fine.
1: Yeah, uh, but it was good. It was good to see some nature. It was good. Uh, be Puts away. grass. From smells some air. Yeah, it was it was good to be a, uh, away, you know, I check my phone maybe once a day, see what's going on in the world, um, but no, it was good. Uh, some Loki stuff happened while I was gone, and then when I was finally able to watch the episode today, I could see what everyone was talking about, so.
0: Which we will get into before that. We have another guest here that I need to introduce first, our dungeon master of all things nerdy, Anthony, how are you?
2: Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for inviting
0: me. Glad that uh, you survived the tornado warning. We were talking about that a little bit before we
1: went live.
2: Yeah, there was a a neighbor did not fare so lucky. Uh, Their RV got a tree trunk through the front of it.
1: Oh my god! Uh, I thought you were about to say they were dead. I'm like, oh my god!
2: I would never like that's (laughs) not something I would bring up. The respect people's privacy, but no, our uh, we have a neighbor who recently moved uh, their RV uh, to the front, and that was uh, two months. Prior to this little storm here, and it got a tree trunk through the front of it. <laughs> so
0: that's rough. I was a bit of
2: a shock when we were driving to you know get groceries or something. Like oh yeah, do, do, do. oh oh that happened to them. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> for real. Maybe they learned their lesson. Move, move move the RV back to the back. I guess I don't know. <laughs> some uh, some more housekeeping for you before we get into the Marvel news today. Uh, stream updates. Uh, Man in the Cloud. Ruben, aka. Uh, any, any streams going on this week?
3: Uh, yes. So we are doing our, hold on, let me pull it up because I forgot the title already. Mar, (laughs) our Mario pro golf summer 2021 20 cup extravaganza is happening this Thursday at 7 PM. Be ready people because we're playing some fucking golf. All right. Get excited. Get hyped. And, um, (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it for this week.
0: A top that. Make sure to check all our vods on YouTube. Ruben was doing a Rift Apart series last week. You'd be able to check those out over on our YouTube channel, the ben Ultimate Conquest, and uh, go check out our merch store. We got quite a uh, few selection of T-shirts there on our merch store. So give those a gander. Yeah. Now it's time to get into our Marvel news of the day of the week. Starting off with, uh, with, a uh, something, something high, something that I, I am looking forward to, a new Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi trailer dropped. What are your thoughts? Let's start with Anthony.
2: Uh, this dropped, so apparently it was a sports-related drop. I had no idea. I was oblivious. Uh, <laughs> I was just scrolling social media like, oh, look at that, and, uh. The real shock for me was um, how much they downplayed uh, the lead actor in favor of the villain um, in terms of presence for this trailer um, because I was aware that uh, China had not received the the actor they had cast as favorably as the the villain actor. He's much more popular in China. And so uh, the economy being what it is for movies right now, uh, China's playing a very important role. So it was interesting to see them swap for a trailer presentation, at least for an audience, how much they downplay the hero, even though in the script and the movie, he's not going to be as big of a part. Uh, But then to see the big little shock at the end there, that was was very cool.
0: Okay, we got to bring that up because I think it was uh, Eric or Ruben on our uh, review of The Hulk on Marvel Mondays. It was Eric. He said he would love to see Abomination come back and lo and behold, baby... Eric, what are your thoughts on Shang Chi? Uh,
1: a few things. It was interesting, Anthony. Just so you know, anything Star Wars or Marvel related, they're always going to show on like Monday Night Football or NBA Finals or stuff like that. So that's why it's sports related, because um, you know ESPN owned by Disney. So it's like, hey, big sports game. Let's get the new Marvel or Star Wars stuff out there. So just throwing that out there, just so you're aware. That's why it's with sports. Also. Uh, A few things that I noticed were interesting. Um, The 10 rings are bracelets in this one. They're not actually rings. Um, (laughs) So I thought that was cool. Um, Yeah, Anthony's right. Uh, Very much had more focus on the Mandarin, which I think is interesting. I don't know if it's like a subtle like, hey, guys, here, look, real Mandarin right here. This is the real one. This is not Trevor Slattery or anything like that. This is this real Mandarin. (laughs) So. um,
0: And he's looking scary.
1: Yeah, he even like at yeah, well, that moment where he's like, "Watch how you talk to me" or something like that. I was like, ooh, ooh, let's go." I see um,
3: Sorry, Ben Kingsley, not Trevor Slattery.
1: That's that's the, the Trevor was the actor was I mean was the character. Oh, yeah,
3: you're right. My yep. apologies, my apologies.
1: Oh my god, you call yourself an Iron Man three stand? Um, no, I
3: just think it's a really good movie. <laughs>
1: um, we literally had a question on the show, Reuben, whether in the beginning whether if you liked Iron Man three or not. So. It's okay to say you stand it, man. Just don't be a.
3: I don't stand it. I just think it's better than two. You know, that's it.
1: Okay. Okay. Fair. Well, we haven't gotten to that yet, Ruben. So I don't know how we stand on that. Ah. But, uh, but no, Abomination. I was. Uh, it took me a second. Was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Um, they're going with the comic book look for Abomination this time. He's got like the the ears are different. Um, and also. I really thought that was Fing Fang Foom in the water with him. I'm pretty sure I yep. said. I thought. Yeah. First, I was like, "Oh my god, they are doing it!" Because um, I think they got Fing Fang Foom uh, when 20th Century Fox came over. Because I think maybe oh, they had him with like Fantastic Four stuff or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, but no, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think this is going to be one of the most view- visually beautiful Marvel films. Yeah, uh, dude, it's, it's, it's going to be really cool. Uh, I just want some. I don't even need superpowers or anything i just want some cool like people beat the crap out of each other give me like give me the elevator scene in winter soldier but like the whole movie where it's just action 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 this awesome choreography and stuff
0: dude you can tell that fight that they're having in like that building that's under construction is going to be awesome
1: i got skyfall vibes from the, those shots when bond yep. fights the guy yeah i was like oh man this is so good
0: so I went to go watch Fast Nine yesterday, and they uh, played uh, the trailer for Snake Eyes. And so I, kinda, I was kind of thinking, like Snake Eyes, Shang Chi, and then Eternals is pretty cool to get some like actual interesting Asian representation in film. That I I can't wait to watch all these movies, man.
1: Especially I gotta go Shang-Chi. see F Nine. So
0: you should, you should.
1: So uh, I was gonna make a joke. Never mind. I'm not gonna do that joke right now because it's on the internet. I'm not gonna do it
0: save it for later i suppose okay moving on i have a question off the back of the shang chi trailer that just dropped i was positive that we were going to get a spider-man trailer the week before black widow and then they would hype it up during black widow i don't think that's going to be the case anymore so the question for the gang is when do you think we see a spider-man trailer drop
1: I, I see you having your notes here. I def, I think we get it July 4th weekend. Like, I, Wow. I think we have to, because like, we're about to be uh, four months from this movie. We're five months from this movie. No, excuse me. Seven. No, five months. We're about to be five months. July, December, five months. Um, and we haven't gotten anything yet. The only thing we got was, like, here's the title, which I think this movie is hyping itself up on its own. This is, like, reaching, like, meta- craziness with it's talk it's everything like people want to know what spider-man stuff and like the toby mcguire news that came out the other day that he's returning to acting obviously it's not in spider-man but everyone's like oh my god oh my god um i think this trailer this movie only needs one trailer like show us a bombastic crazy one trailer it's not gonna happen because they're gonna have spots and all that everything yeah really just like one trailer and it's like do you do the thing that you show you're doing multiverse stuff do you do that? I don't think so. Um,
0: It'd be awesome or, if we got no trailers at all. Or imagine? maybe
1: they're waiting until after Loki, when all the Loki storyline ends and multiverse crap, and like it ends, and like all right, here's Spider Man. Here we go. So uh, we'll see. Um, yeah, I like We that. gotta like get that. something. We gotta get something soon. Like we're about to, <laughs> we're about to reach less half a year from this movie, and we have nothing. So
0: what about you anthony when when do you think we see it
2: well since sony is much more involved in the spider-man movies there is the possibility that they loop it in to hype up venom as you as you move in towards that because that movie has it was announced it's supposed to be out much much to everyone's uh unfortunate hope uh they're doing more and so i i would not be surprised if sony's like okay we have spider-man And so we're going to use that to make sure everyone remembers that Venom exists because there's a lot of Marvel superhero stuff that's happening now. (laughs) So uh, I would not be surprised to see a kind of tie-in through that as they go through that marketing campaign.
0: I had not even thought about that, but you're absolutely right.
1: They got to help us with Mobius being delayed again. They got to have something.
2: Morbius. Morbius. uh (laughs) I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, Loki on the brain. Uh Mobius. God damn it, I did it myself. Uh huh. Morbius was delayed.
1: Yeah, it got delayed to like October of 2022. Man, mm. Recently, movie's not real. And they did say, I think they tried to say, I think it was Tyrese or something that said yeah. this movie's not set in the MCU.
3: No, Tyrese said it is. And then Sony was like, no, it's not.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, Ty- Tyrese wants F not the Fast and Furious saga to coincide with Jurassic World and Transformers. So. Who knows?
0: And Vin Diesel wants a musical out of it.
1: Right.
2: Uh, I've missed something apparently.
0: <laughs> yeah. Who knows? But, yeah, we have we have to see it soon. Hopefully it comes sooner rather than later. I'm thinking maybe right before Shang-Chi in late July. We might get something. A, a teaser. At some kind of sporting event. Perhaps. Moving on. Tom Hiddleston um, in an article says, buckle up for episodes 4 and 5 of Loki because... We are "quote" going places. I don't know if that's literal or not, but uh, strap in for folks that didn't like episode three, four, and five should be quite good. I don't don't think it. Are you guys excited for episode four and five? We'll get into that later.
1: I mean, that's just one of those things where it's just like, okay, yeah, he's going to say that. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get into it in a bit.
0: Here's another piece of news before we move on to our actual discussion. Uh, This comes via comic book. Um, director Kate Herron confirms Owen Wilson won't say his iconic wow in Loki. Can you believe it? Do you believe it?
1: If, this, if I wasn't sitting on carpet, I'd be pouring one out for the homies right now uh, on the floor. But just wow.
0: I'm waiting for the shoe to drop at some point. Yeah. Episode six. I need to hear it once.
1: Wow. I just got to. You know, yeah, but you don't want Owen wants to be tied cast as the Wow guy, but still, he already is, baby. We we need Wow,
0: Anthony. Are you going to be hurt when Mobius didn't say Wow in Loki?
1: Well,
2: unfortunately, uh, I only really watch superhero stuff, right? So I am aware of the Internet Wow thing. I have no context from where it c- comes from, so don't get off my back.
1: Okay. Just- Go back and watch Owen Wilson's entire filmography, and he'll just go, "Wow, wow, the
0: compilations are out there. That's wow. all I'll say. Okay. It's a, it's a That's real all thing. I'll say. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> you know like the iconic phrases, you know, "I'm Batman," or you know, "Fly you fools."
0: Uh-huh. I mean you,
1: you got to have
0: Folly wow. you fools. Oh. Fake ass Lord of the Rings fan."
1: What It's "Fly, you fools." It's folly. Anthony, Call we need Dustin, a mediator here. Justin, Dustin Cunningham right now on his honeymoon. And um, it's Fly, You Fools.
0: I'm, I'm looking this up. I need to know.
2: I have the DVD. I could turn out subtitles. Don't worry. We could solve this eventually.
0: <laughs> okay, I looked up Fall, You Fools. And all my, re- oh, my stuff, it says Fly, You Fools, in quotes. Did I just get Mandela affected on it's- camera? It could be the book,
2: you know, like the book line is this, the script line is this, you never know.
0: That's very true, very true. Dang. Anyway, moving on to our discussion of Loki, episode three, premiered on June 23rd, 2021, titled Lamentis. I'm going to start off our discussion today with just some quick fire thoughts from the gang here. What are your thoughts on episode three? What did you think? Was it a good episode? Was it bad? Tell me. Start with Anthony.
2: Uh, for me, it was a pretty good episode. Um, for me personally, you could feel uh, the missing of Mobius, if that... We're all in our heads about it now. Uh, but yeah, for me, I personally really did miss that character. Um, for plot-wise, it was nice to see them make strides with the relationships of the the two focus characters for this, the Lokis. Um, but I really did like the interplay that Loki was having with in the TVA, and so... Well the plot strides are great. I feel like um the chemistry with them two is not as strong, unfortunately. And so that did kind of weigh it down for me. But it's still a good episode overall.
1: By Eric. I thought it was okay. Um, it definitely like episode one for me still is the best episode of the show so far. And um Yeah, he's right. Like Owen Wilson brought such charm on screen and uh Not having him here was a letdown. Um, It's interesting. when they. I know we only have six episodes, and that's the problem with it. Like, when you dedicate a full episode to what's going on, what they did in this episode, it's like, okay, this felt like just like filler. But it's important for these two characters to talk to one another um, because, I mean, they are variations of the same, you know, entity. I thought that was neat. Some nice character moments between the two. Uh, Sometimes I just don't like it. Well, I wouldn't say Loki is the hero of this tale. Well, he's the protagonist. Uh, When, like, the protagonist and the antagonist, we have, like, this forced thing between, like, oh, let's talk to one another, and let's understand each other right here. And it's just, like, that felt really quick. Um, It kind of
0: worked you though. Like, the train scene, is that what you're referring to?
1: uh, The train scene was good, but I think, like, just going straight into it, where it's like, oh, we need to work together to figure out this situation. Like... A while ago, you were just trying to kill me just a little while ago, so uh, I thought that was a little, eh, but um, some good moments, good character moments in here, but that's about it. Uh, nothing too uh, yeah, far, plot true. plot moving forward, I don't think.
0: I guess in, like, the canonicity of the show, they were just fighting at the uh, Rock's cart, like, yeah. Maybe two minutes before they even go land on Lamentis, so that yeah, that makes sense too. What your point is there? I don't know. I guess I would follow clo- closer to 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 you too. I, I would agree. Um, I thought fleshing out Sylvie uh, needed to happen, um, so it worked for me in this episode. Getting to see more of who her character is and what, like what kind of quips she can like. She was hanging in with Loki, if not better than Tom Hiddleston. Uh, in this episode for me, especially like parts uh, like right before the train and then on the train. But Anthony brings up a good point in that. Yeah. I think the show is at its strongest when Mobius and uh, Loki are, are going back and forth and figuring out, you know, what, what the problem of the show is kind of like detective style or Dr. Who style that I think is the strongest part of the show. And that was, that was missed for sure.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, Kevin Feige even said like, this is supposed to be like a crime show kind of where Loki solves a crime And I didn't get that at all in this one. So, Um, but yeah, like I said, they they all can't be bangers. Like you're eventually going to have one little step misstep you're going to take. But um, I think it was important for these two to talk, since like I said, they are technically the same person, quote unquote.
0: Something about the pacing felt weird for me, though. Like Like it, it almost like it was a hard stop for me. And then for even this to be, like, the shortest episode of the series so far, I think it was, what, like, 40 minutes, something like around there, mm-hmm. or, like, like, maybe in the upper 30s. Yeah. It still felt, like, way longer. I don't I, It took me about two hours to watch it. I was pausing and doing other stuff. But I, that shouldn't be the case for one of these shows. I don't know how you guys yeah. feel.
1: Especially with, like, six episodes, I feel as though, like, we had a moment where we had, like, this, where we're going into the, the Alabama shopping center and like they had this tension this building up tension of like loki is in here the variants in here with them kind of like this hunter hunt uh prey thing going on and then it was like very slow methodical and then with this one like hey there's a planet literally crashing into this moon right now oh shit so like yeah i can see what you're saying like the pacing was like all right let's go oh my god so yeah i didn't i didn't really like that that much um so
0: you know what? Visually. Visually, it was a banger when they have the shot looking up and you see like the moon above, like cracking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, 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 almost it was almost like a sublime moment for me. It's like oh my god, could you imagine seeing that like above in the sky? It's insane. Um, I have another question here for you guys. Kind of an intro. Um, thoughts on Sophia Di Martino as Sylvie? Anthony. Uh,
2: I don't know this actress um i thought she did a good enough job um her she was i really enjoyed the fight scenes that she had i thought she did a great job whether it was her or her stunt double but character-wise i really enjoyed seeing her be able to handle the tva without her magic and go through and do all that um her kind of interplay in terms of the the different differences from the loki we know and um this loki in terms of how they try and solve problems um there was the old lady on the planet and i thought that was a great uh, yeah. character moment for both of them um uh, the interrogation scene that was uh between uh the variant and the the tva agent i thought that was handled very oddly because she handled herself so well in a lot of the other areas but the interrogation scene didn't make much sense to me because it's supposed to be like a ploy uh making them feel safe but then you just immediately try and get answers you don't try and like string it along and play your character that she was supposed to be playing in those interrogation scenes. So I thought that was odd for me.
0: I'm with you. That opening scene did feel a little rushed. Um, especially when you consider that you know she has to have these elaborate designs and it, I don't know how long it usually takes for her, but it, it's kind of alluded to that it's kind of a complex thing for her to do. And I have something on that that I'll, I'll circle back uh, later. So let, let's pin that for now and then and we'll get back to it. Uh, for now, Eric, what, what did you think of Sylvie as a, or sorry, Sophia uh, as Sylvie?
1: I mean, just interesting, kind of. I don't really know much more about her. I feel as though we're going to know more about her later. Kind of wanted them to delve a little bit more into her side of things because it was, it was really weird because she's like, oh, I'm just going to say Tom in this regard since they're both Loki, sure. and Tom was like, all right, I'm divulging all my stuff right now. This is who I am and stuff. It's all these things, and it's just she's like. Oh no! I'm not gonna tell you anything about me. It's like, okay, we get it. You're mysterious. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing about her. So with her being Sylvie, officially called Sylvie, this is the second form of the Enchantress, um, from the comics. Uh, Tessa is really bummed that it's not Amora, the first Enchantress. Um, so uh, I don't know. Tessa, while we were watching, Tessa was like, just say you're the Enchantress. Just say you're the Enchantress. Um,
0: I actually have a question for the both of you, and it's kind of clarifying because I see stuff online of people calling her Lady Loki, and there's some people calling her Enchantress, and then the show, uh, she's mentioned that she can enchant people, and that's as close as we've gotten to the name of Enchantress. Yeah. What is she supposed to... Is she, which one is she? What do you, what do you guys think, or she, and, do you guys have an answer?
1: The, you have the floor. Um,
0: so... In
2: terms of the comics, Lady Loki is kind of a reference to some storylines where Loki kind of possessed um, Thor's friend, uh, is it Lady Sif from the first Thor movie? Uh, and kind of walked around in her body. But in addition to that, there are times where Loki will willfully present himself as female, like literally in mid-conversation. He will be talking as male Loki and then matching himself to female Loki because that's what he wants to do. Um so they took that idea because probably, they probably couldn't sell the actress on, do you want to be Lady Loki? But as opposed to Enchantress, this character, um, who is a bit more complex, a bit more interesting in terms of what she has from the Marvel world that they can use uh, for this plot. So it's probably uh, an amalgamation of those two kind of characters, mm. but leaving, leaning more heavily into the Enchantress side to make it more original and less, you know, you're just female Tom Hiddleston, whatever. So, from that kind of perspective, from the comics, that's probably what's happening.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of lines in there that kind of make her distinct from not she. It's not just a lady Loki. She's like, I'm not just you, but a female. But she's more than that. I, I like the way they kind of suggest that in in the in the in this episode, at least.
1: It's like with most people. If we got Amora, who is the first enchantress, like most people in the world, I assume she'd be doing everything she could to be getting in Chris Hemsworth's pants. Mm-hmm. uh so yeah she wants Myself included fuck, yeah she wants to fuck thor bad mm-hmm. <laughs> so um but yeah um that was interesting um so we'll see uh anthony's probably right there's probably just a mixture between um kind of lady loki and second enchantress so by
0: the way i was with you anthony i didn't know who this actress was either until i looked it up today before the show and she's only been in um, two BBC shows, and then she had a small role in the movie yesterday. You remember that movie about um, the Beatles not being can or whatever? Like, no one remembers the Beatles. She had a small role in that, so. Kind of a newer actress on the scene. Breakout role for her and Loki. Good for her.
1: Yeah, she'll probably get a bunch of stuff off of this.
0: Yeah, and, and like she's that? she's great, by the way. I, I think she can keep up with Tom Hiddleston, like, very well.
1: I think that's going to be like the big thing where it's like, hey, what can you do? Send an audition. Watch me deal with Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. So it's like, oh, oh man. Oh my, good job. Just like you know, after WandaVision, Elizabeth Olsen, they're like, hey, we want you to work with us now. It's like, yeah, look what I can do. Literally, when you put me up front and center, this is what I can do. So,
0: I would suggest everyone go watch. Um, there's a movie, uh, Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen. It's a FBI documentary movie. It's a drama, and she's very good. In it. And I'm blanking on the name right now because I, I was about
1: to say Winter's Bone, but I was like, oh wait, no, that's no, hard. it's
0: it's yeah,
1: yeah, different one.
0: If I remember, I'll I'll bring it up. But if not, I think anyway.
1: it's like got Wind in the name or something. Wind River. That's, Wind River. That's yes. yeah.
0: Watch Wind River for some good Elizabeth Olsen dramatic roles. If you enjoyed Wandavision, there's a suggestion for you.
1: Also, watch Elizabeth Olsen on Hot Ones because she is great and she literally takes on all the wings with no trouble at all whatsoever
0: that just came out last week right if i remember right yeah
1: Yeah.
0: i'm actually buying the the this season's hot hot ones pack and i'm very scared so scared guys back to loki um lamentus one what a visual treat of a place but I think the coolest part, or I think one of the most important parts of this uh, episode was the the train scene. But I think we should skip there for a moment uh, and talk about what makes this scene so great, which I think is the discussion uh, the two of them are having about love and what love means um, and about like identity and who their mother is, how that shaped their identity, right, especially Tom Hiddleston. Um, and then, of course, their sexual orientation, which, of course, Loki is officially bi.
1: Yep. Congrats. I mean, that, that makes makes sense. I, I did see one funny photo where it was just, like, someone was crying and said, like, fans angry that Loki is bi. And then just, like, another face, like, looking to the camera, like, Norse mythology nerds knowing that, like, Loki has fucked everything yeah like he literally like fucked a horse or something like that and so it's like yeah this this literally makes sense like it's not like this is like some big revelation where it's like oh my god but it's just like yeah that the loki would loki would be pansexual like omnisexual whatever Every, anything that moves loki is like hey is, is he up? like zeus yeah just
0: fucking everything <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, that basically is what it is. I mean, like, I mean, good. I mean, it's, it's good. I think also Tessa was telling me this is like the first time any. Well, he didn't officially come out and say, I'm bi, but it was like, look, I. Yeah, both ways. Yeah, kind of. So, yeah. We'll cool just see it in
0: like a mainstream Disney property. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not sure how China's going to take something like that, but who knows?
1: That Chinese censorship. If only someone talked about it on an episode of something.
0: <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Of large popcorn. So I don't know. What What, what did you guys like about this? Tra- uh, I, th- I think we should stop here for a moment. What did, What did you guys think about the the train scene? Did you like it? What parts did you like? Talk to me. Was it the action, or was it the conversations? Uh, you, you can go. You
1: can go first, Anthony. Uh,
2: okay. Um, I liked. Uh, Loki trying to be mischievous, trying to talk his way through uh, the entrance of uh, the trade sequence, because clearly he has no idea what a ticket looks like, because he would have just magicked one to present. Like, he would hold on to it, like, look, I have it. Can I go down? And that sort of thing. Uh, But then once you get Loki kind of away from trying to investigate the TVA and away from dealing with Thor and the Avengers, and it's just Loki, which we never really get. In a lot of the Thor Avengers movies, where it's just Loki just kind of being himself, talking about relationships, love. Because from the Marvel movie perspective, we don't have much of Loki's life outside of I am a frost giant. Apparently, that's something I did not know. Uh, It upsets me and I want to change things. And then I redeem myself and then die. So we don't get a lot of Loki just kind of being Loki in any sense of a. Of a character, and so this was nice to get him to talk about his experiences. But it's also odd because he hasn't experienced what we've seen a Loki experience. He's watched it kind of like we've watched it, Mm -hmm. and so it's fascinating to see that kind of interpretation through this version of Loki through Tom Hiddleston because he knows his Bob's dead, but as far as he's concerned, he could still go visit her through the TVA powers and have a similar uh thor moment with his mom and so, wow, it's so that'd be odd great to if that happened mhm and so there's a lot of interesting stuff they could do but it's interesting for me that he just accepts like she is gone and even though I haven't personally seen it with my own eyes I know that it is what it is and I have to now go forward with that lens on how she raised me how I treated her my family in general and all that sort of stuff.
0: I like that, Eric. Any thoughts here?
1: Shout out to Avengers Endgame for making Thor: The Dark World not better, it? but way more important now. Better, yeah, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to that. Um, it's good. Uh, vulnerable side. Like I think the train scene was the closest we got to that. You know, incredible first episode talk between mobius and um loki where it's like what makes loki tick because like, i don't like hurting people um which to me is still the best part of the the show so far and for me it's like a top five mcu moment was that conversation they had the whole thing of like look you're literally existing to make other people better and so i thought this was the closest we got to that sense where it's like Loki's in this sense of letting his guard down um, like, look, my mom taught me fireworks. My mom taught me magic. And then, like, and then he's kind of like, my mom's gone, but, like, she was the best. Um, so, thought that was good. Um, I like how, like, the love is a dagger metaphor he was trying to do. It's like, right, I'm trying to come up with something on the fly here, because that's what I do. I come up with things whimsically. Improvises. So, he was trying. Um, but, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was nice to hear some Asgardian. We never really like heard an official Asgardian language, um, so I thought that was neat.
0: Which I've heard from from my sources was was not good. It was not a good accent until like near the end, but yeah, it some, was yeah, it was cool. Yeah,
1: some European sources on that.
0: I do, yeah, good old Islam Dubai, and Joanna Kirkby. Shout
1: they out would, to them. They would know. Uh, they good. would know european accents, but no i, I like i thought it, i thought it was nice um it reminds me of like oh man that's right thor like the fantasy element let's get some um let's get some nice you know chant music like that i thought i thought it was neat
0: we also got a reference to thor one
1: mm-hmm.
0: when uh he wants another drink another and he slams it yeah. i think one of one of my favorite scenes from thor one
1: I thought it was really weird how this one dude was like, hey, this guy's drunk in the rich people lunch cart. This is weird. I have to go get the guards.
2: I interpreted what? that as his dress in terms of and also kind of how he handles himself. Loki does not yeah. present an uh, aristocratic kind of vibe as he's talking about love and then getting drunk and singing around uh. Um,
0: Yeah, I think uh, he shows up, or Loki shows up in like a guard uniform, and then he's wearing like slacks and a windbreaker. I think I would notice some some fishy as well, but I don't know if I would report it necessarily.
1: Also, shout out to the very clear on the nose uh, classism issues in this episode. (laughs) Like, hey, the the wealthy people are going on the train. What are the poor people going to do? It's like ah, there it is.
0: So. One thing I love from this scene um, was Sylvie in the beginning. Well, also a well, side note while I'm not here. I thought it was really funny. that She's like, oh, I can't sit to uh, my, my with my back to a door. Like there are two doors.
1: Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Just so sit weird. Down.
0: Um, but that she says that uh, to Loki that she can't sleep around people that she doesn't trust. And it isn't until like Loki opens himself up to her and they have like their back and forth. That she then is able to fall asleep. She takes like she falls asleep somehow and then wakes up. I thought that was just there it's very small, and if you're not like closely listening to it, you'll you'll miss it because it's kind of a throwaway line. It's a small touch that I that I really appreciated. That was cool. I wanted to bring up more on uh Loki's bisexuality, so I pulled a quote here from an uh, interview with D Martino coming from Variety. Uh, Variety asking, how did you and Tom and Kate Heron, the director, talk about the scene in which Loki comes out, to the audience anyway, as bisexual? Um, And Sophia says, I remember Kate being really passionate about it, and she wanted that to be represented in the show. I think people have been waiting a long time for it. The comic books allude to it, and even the Norse mythology. I think it's been around for so long, and it was really important to, to her to have that in the show. But we tried to not let that affect the way we were playing it, you know? We're just playing it like it's quite a natural conversation between two friends. Well, two acquaintances at that point. So We tried to we tried not to give it too much weight, but we knew in the back of our minds how important it was to a lot of people. And I've got to say how happy it makes me that people are happy to see that. And I, I couldn't agree more. It was very beautiful, very small. And uh, as as Ethan says, the gays love it.
1: And so do we. I, it was, so it it was, we. It was a good scene. Um... Uh, I think they are able to finally do it here because, you know, Loki, you don't want to I don't want to know like Loki is not the prominent point of most of the other movies. It's like I mean, it's all about Thor and the Avengers right now. So it's nice that Loki in his own show is able to show more of this character. Um, and but, yeah, right. I like it's like a lighthearted conversation between two friends. Like it's mm-hmm. like not like I said, acquaintances there. It's like, yeah, I mean, this is who I am. Yep, yeah, that's cool. I think the fact
0: that they're both essentially the same person kind of allows them to open up themselves more than they normally would. Yeah. Did you guys see that people wanted them to kiss online?
1: There's always. I heard
0: heard of that.
1: Yeah. There's always weird people on the internet. There's people that wanted, you know, Sam and Dean from Supernatural to get it on. It's like, oh, God.
0: Uh, Well, I guess I'm a weirdo because I wanted them to kiss too. Oh,
1: my God. Loki
0: what? and Loki some Loki and Loki. Like, I yeah, what
1: about you, no, you were talking about Sam and Dean and Supernatural? Like, you do know they're brothers, right?
0: Oh, no, I have never seen a single episode of Supernatural. Uh, no, so, so like yeah.
1: there was obviously like this much fandom, like even make references in a episode of the show where it's like, what is that? It's uh called um they're having a brother a BM, a bowel movement, no, a brother uh bonding moment and like people want Sam and Dean to do stuff and like oh they even Dean, Dean even goes you know they're brothers right Um, so yeah uh,
0: shame on you people online yeah
1: I mean it's people are gonna ship people are gonna do stuff like that that's it's, true very true it's the internet moving
2: on this like,
0: is oh sorry go ahead I do, Anthony
2: I do like the idea that Loki can be friends only with Loki <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: <I was laughs> that's the only gonna person he could
0: truly get along with
2: I was,
3: himself. I was just <laughs> going to say the only person Loki can trust is himself. So,
0: Oh, he still does not trust himself. Let's be right. Right, right,
3: right. But, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: D- degrees.
0: Mm-hmm. Very true. I wanted to bring up something that we talked about on last week's episode of this show um, where Ruben was reading, uh, I believe, um, something he found on Reddit. Uh, a prediction?
3: Yes. I don't remember. Is that correct? What... Yeah, but I don't remember where it was exactly. It could and be that's that's
0: fine, um, which turned out to be true. So, what do we think of the twist of the timekeepers actually being variants? Did any of us see that coming?
1: No, I did not. Um, it was I... it was very throwaway. Hmm. Like, unless you were pay- super paying attention, like you didn't, ca- I didn't catch that line. It took me a second. I was like, oh wait, did he just say that that she was, you know? A normal per- um so i'm gonna have to rewatch it again like i said I just watched it today so it's not as fresh in my brain um because mm-hmm. you know but yeah i think yeah. that's interesting um what if they're all lokis i'm joking i'm not we're not speculating here like uh mephisto or anything
0: what if they're all uh, mephisto
1: oh my god mobius hey. mephisto start with hey, them start with
0: ms maybe mobius is um, today Kojima. Loki's uh, actually Silent Hill okay I'm sorry uh, Anthony I think we cut you off earlier you were going to say something uh,
2: I think that puts the TVA in an interesting spot in terms of everyone already had the idea of like well wait the Avengers already time traveled to mess with stuff what's up with that and so if you put then the lens of them all being variants um, it starts to put even more doubt on the TVA as a whole in terms of its authenticity in terms of its mission Um, and then I know on the internet people have been dissecting Mobius's scenes in terms of like the, the can of soda he's drinking is from the 90s and yada yada yada. So, like, maybe he was a variant that had events take place in the 90s before he was shunted off to be rewritten into the TVA. And that's where these weird fascinations with was it skiing or jet, ski. motor, yeah, jet skiing?
3: Mm-hmm. Or
2: those kind of wow. um, aspects of his personality that you can't overwrite. He just So passionate, such a love for it, that even though he's been overridden and he is, as far as he's concerned, always been a TVA agent, that there are these inherent aspects of people that you can't just write off.
3: Anthony, I'm going to do you one better. What if the reason he's a time variant is because he got on the jet ski?
2: It was his great life mission that was never going to be until one timeline. Exactly.
0: Yo, Mobius, jump that shark. On that jet ski.
3: No, no, no. Gonna... Well, I mean, just like as soon as he got onto the jet ski, he became a time variant. You know, he was mm-hmm. never supposed to get be...
0: get on it.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. uh, We're going to do a jar, okay, that Ruben has to put $5 in every time he says something crazy, has some outlandish theory or prediction.
3: Listen, so that's
1: what's going to happen. Mark
3: my words. Dude. Mark my fucking words. Have you words, been
1: right Eric? about one thing, Ruben?
3: Yeah. I was right Boy. last week they, they were variants.
1: <laughs> well,
3: well on so I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I do have one more theory that uh, I was reading upon. I don't know if I want to wait.
0: Is this for episode three?
3: Episode three, yes.
0: Hold that, because I have something I want to bring up too. But I'm okay. not. We're not done. We're not okay. there yet. Go ahead. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, like. I agree with Anthony a lot. I think. From episode one, you could tell this TVA was like fishy. And I kept referencing every episode, like, I don't know if they're the good guys or not. They felt super authoritarian, and we see that like when Loki's going through the line and like the first just generally first like 15 minutes of of that of that episode. So to get like some kind of confirmation of that was like validating for me (laughs) to some regard. But also makes it interesting because if they're gonna they need to address this somehow, Loki's gonna come head to head with the TVA or whoever the heads of the TVA are. And uh we we know or at least we speculate that King king the Conqueror is one of the heads, right? One of the timekeepers. Now this is gonna this is gonna set up some something pretty interesting, I think, when and the penultimate episode or in the climax, I think. So hoping we get some payoff there.
1: Because we did get that third millennium weapon in the first episode. So um And that's where Kang is from, so I realize I haven't talked with you guys about anything Loki the last two episodes, so I got a lot to bring up. Uh, we, we were
0: missing you like oh, we said like, oh, does anyone know if the, about this or this? We're both like, damn we need we need Eric here, Eric would know this <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, well, I actually do have a theory I want to bring up, um, and I'm reading from inverse, maybe this is the same one Ruben had uh this comes from redditor a. JG92NZ Awesome name. Um, who speculates about the reality of episode three. So I'm reading directly from Inverse. Sylvie tells Loki that in order to get control of those with stronger minds, she quote, has to create a fantasy, unquote. From Sylvie's point of view, such a fantasy would ideally be a situation in which Loki would learn to trust her, uh in the in the process of letting down his guard and allowing her entrance to his psyche. As the two flew the TVA, what better to accomplish this goal than the life or death situation that could spell out the end of both of these characters while simultaneously bringing them together? Of course, we get that in Lamentis. So the theory is that Lamentis is just totally this made up scenario that Sylvie has concocted to um, get break to break down Loki. How do we feel about this?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't know. Well, didn't he try to say, like, your magic's not going to work on me? Mm-hmm. I could have swore he said, like, that kind of line uh, yeah. in it. Um, so it would be interesting. Uh, also, I can't believe he didn't mention this. This is probably the most – well, the, this show definitely gave me a lot of Doctor Who vibes when this episode right here, where she went out and said, oh, my God, this is this place. People, everyone's going to die here today. Uh, and so I, I've definitely got Doctor Who vibes that one just want to throw that out there but um yeah could be interesting we'll see apparently episode four and five are gonna blow every, blow us away so we'll see
0: well i paired this with the question of how did the two get out of this because i um, i i don't see them getting out of this like they have no options available at this point and like that would be what an interesting way to like pull the rug from under us to be like oh yeah it was all in loki's mind what do you think anthony
2: uh that that idea did kind of pop into my head as soon as she went attempted it because you could always if you're able to create the, the scenario you could always give them the false hope of aha i have too strong willed or whatever uh dialogue they had written but um in terms of the getting out of it um when loki was loki and the variant were running towards the spaceship and that building fell on them loki is like don't worry i got this and just moves it like. Come on, man, you could do that. And like, where where is that? And all these Avengers <laughs> conquests, you fighting Thor and all that. So uh, there's definitely some tricks that Loki has that we're not aware of. In addition to his uh, trip across whatever, many universes that Thanos had with him uh, after or prior to Avengers. So there's enough leeway with Loki's weird magicness and whatever this variant knows to where they could maybe MacGyver some way out of it. But you never know.
0: We shall see. Reuben, was that the theory you were talking about? No, no, no. But, Anthony, now,
1: thank you for that. Uh,
3: go ahead, Eric.
1: No, I said no. The, Tom Hiddleston did say that they were going to explore more of Loki's magic in this season of Loki. So, it could mm. be that. So, um, there's that. Okay. So, Reuben,
3: But, Eric, please, what if I tell you that wasn't Loki's magic at all. What if I tell you in episode one, he pulls out the time stone from that cabinet that he po- saw them, the Infinity Stones in. And he's been holding that time stone all this time, just in case he was ready to get out of the TVA.
1: I would tell you to put $5 wow. in a jar, Ruben, is what I would tell you. So,
3: What if I told you... Well, uh, Christian, yeah, that was... Oh, I had two theories, that was one of them. Um, I definitely think that uh sylvie has put him in a mind melt trance or whatever and they're stuck in a fake reality
0: yeah i liked the link the inverse article in the um the discord in this in the in the doc and there's like way more points than just the one i i just said the one just for the sake of like content but like there's some interesting points here. like the name lamensis um they're they're taking the, the latin root of mentis and of course it means mind as in mental so that's like oh yeah it could obviously it's, it's in his mind
3: right but also like they were literally just running away from a moon like blowing up not blowing up but like crashing down to this planet and then they just start walking instead of running they're just just walking to the train station at like oh right yeah
1: so, come on, now, I will say the showrunner for this show has written for Rick and Morty before, yeah. so there could be weird I'm not it's not out of the realm of possibility that weird shit's gonna happen because obviously you know Rick and Morty is known for wild stuff, right. so
3: like last night um, not Jesus Christ
1: I have not I uh, that's another thing okay. I couldn't watch while I was on my vacation, so okay. definitely. Uh, gonna catch up on that. it's um,
3: crazy Morty died.
1: Morty has died multiple times, Plenty of times. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, another thing I didn't know if you want to talk about this, Christian. Uh, sure. from a filmmaking point of view, I'm a sucker for uncut one shots. And so, the finale when everything destroying everything, it was one continuous shot. I very much enjoyed that. Um,
0: that was the only the- action I enjoyed from this episode, was
1: yeah. that shot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was good because, you know, one shots um, for me, sometimes they could be really good Daredevil Hallway scene. Sometimes they can go on a little long, the fight in John Wick 3 and the Bazaar. Uh, but I thought this was a nice mix of the two. Um, so uh, it was good to, it really helped show, like, oh man, this planet is about to die like chaos everywhere. So I thought I thought that was really neat. Just wanted to talk about some filmmaking stuff. I thought it was cool.
2: I do or think you? the one yeah. shot is a, a little different because there's so much special effects involved with that one shot. And so you can, there's the clear shot where they look up at the the moon that's falling down. That's just green screened. And so it's, it's a bit different. And then Tom Hiddleston, as they pan around, you know, Tom Hiddleston and stuff, he has to stop at a certain point because that doesn't all exist, and so it's yeah. it is a fun one shot from the special effects from building the world. It is not; I, I would not uh, put it on the same level as something like the Daredevil because that there is yeah. very little special effects to, yeah. to him yeah. punching people a bunch.
1: <laughs> like I said, it was a nice middle ground for me. Like I, it's it's not it's not Daredevil hallway scene, but it was it was good. I enjoyed it.
0: It does feel different enough, I think, because there's movement. We don't get movement of cameras a lot in like Marvel stuff, so seeing the camera move into, like... Shout out to the set design, too, of like the city of Lamentis, whatever. It was really cool. Not the city, but the city on Lamentis was really cool. Seeing the camera move into the building, and then fighting in the building, and all the cool neon lights, and they move back out. Uh, th- yeah, that, that I found. I, visually engaging, and just fun and different, for sure. Mm-hmm. Closing out the show today. Any final thoughts before we close out, guys?
1: Uh, Anthony? Unless you... Anything we didn't discuss?
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: in terms of final thoughts, um, it, I'm very excited to see how they kind of deal with the variant and the Loki, because we already have this strange Loki who hasn't experienced as much, but has watched some of his life. And then to have this other Loki who is trying to do something with the the sacred timeline and all of that, and they're able to get to know each other, and then to have Loki have to go back to the TVA and from their perspective be like, you betrayed us. And all of that that's going to have to take place from him and Mobius' character arc that they were having prior to this um, get muddied and having to go forward and deal with that. Because Loki, as Mobius knows, is just a liar. So yeah. <laughs> it does not help when he's trying to be honest when his history betrays
0: him.
1: Never do it How
0: about you, Eric? Any any final thoughts?
1: Um, I, I can't believe I forgot to mention this earlier. Yeah, like I, I enjoyed the low-key part where it's like, all right, so your whole plan was just take over the TVA and just walk away. And it's like, all right, uh, yeah, well, you're you know, Tom, you got something there because we don't really know her motivations, and that's problem with these six episode shows is that you have to devote so much time to certain things. So I'm definitely thinking within these next three, we're definitely going to get something where the TVA uh, mess with uh, Sylvie, Sylvie's life um, and she wants to just get back at him, or she just wants to cause the multiverse stuff because maybe she wants to get her mom back or stuff mm. like that. That could that could be interesting. Two, probably the most important one for me. We are about to get Richard E. Grant into this show and I'm very excited. Is that he's confirmed? Great. he's in the show yeah he is in the show uh a lot of people saying he could be like the bad guy he could be the variant of loki that's causing all this um crap um but you know i just like richard e grant as an actor so i want i think he's gonna chew up every scene he's in um so i'm really excited to see what he brings to the table um because he's in the next episode I don't know. I just know we got three okay. episodes left, and he's gonna be in at least one of them. Because mm-hmm. um, you know, veteran of you know, he's been a bunch. Of, he's been in a bunch of stuff, and like he like mm-hmm. in Star Wars and Rise of Skywalker. Even the few scenes he was in it's like, oh man, you were definitely a first order officer. You have that vibe. He definitely has like a, I'm the timekeeper. Don't mess with me. Because um, he did play the great intelligence and doctor who so he could be this larger than life I'm, I'm just so ready for richard e grant so um i'm ready to see uh but yeah we also still have to go to a scene where we see a broken down new york and see uh broken down stark tower in the background so i don't know when we're going to get to that because that was in one of the trailers where it was in new york that was just destroyed
0: See, I did not know that. I didn't watch any Loki trailers, so this is this is all news to me.
1: Yeah, there there is there is a shot where they are in New York and it is just destroyed. Um so maybe maybe it's the timeline where Loki won in Avengers or stuff like that. So uh, I think we have a lot of cool places to go. It's unfortunate for me that we had like this little misstep right here. Um yeah. but uh, it was important for Loki and Sylvie and I just hope the next three episodes are just pow pow pow.
0: Yeah, if they if they can ramp it up, keep us engaged, keep that pace, I think it could lead to a very strong finale. I'm
3: um, Christian. I do mm-hmm. want to uh just re, uh I guess re- introduce the theory I had to Eric about the I'm sorry, I forgot about this. Um In episode one, we see a woman in the background that's coming through a time portal door or whatever, and people. Peggy Carter, yeah. Peggy supposedly, yeah. Peggy's probably a time variant because of Steve. That's the only way she was able to keep
1: him. So you're saying that the Peggy, which Peggy though?
3: Peggy from Endgame, after, at the end of Endgame.
1: Okay, so it's like this is the Peggy that didn't like get married and stuff. This is
3: the no. This is the Peggy that got married to Steve. And the only you're way... saying that that
0: that scene we saw in Endgame is just a variant scene that wasn't supposed to happen.
3: I'm saying the only way that that Steve was able to stay in that timeline was Peggy becoming a time variant.
0: I right, get your $5 out, man. You got to put, it, <laughs> put it some more bugs Listen, in the jar. Listen, well,
1: what else do you think? Okay, okay. All right, hold on. You may be onto to something here. I think you have a good foundation here, Ruben. This just needs the, – the house needs better Think you know, about it, but if you,
3: if you think about it, that's the only way that Steve could have stayed in that timeline.
1: That That is, that is true because, you know
0: – Unless it was part of the sacred timeline for him to stay back.
1: There or, or we go i don't have the, i need a little drink for that if we're gonna start getting more timey stuff and anthony or,
2: or the sacred timeline is nothing because it's being worked on right now they're like i don't oh. know could that stay maybe it could stay but, yeah. but if, no, it's like the railroad
1: that just keep making yeah, on as they if go. it's
2: being decided on now when dr strange did his i could see all of the possibilities was it just the different timelines of both diverse. Like, oh my there's somewhere we win, there's somewhere we lose, and the TVA hasn't decided yet. So they're just all kind of there.
3: Yeah, but whatever Anthony, you oh want, however God. you want to frame it. We've there's, discussed... there's plenty
2: of reasons that we can
3: keep Steve. Anthony, within. we've discussed this. Doctor Strange just wanted to get Iron Man out of the way because he was creating all this chaos and bringing it to Earth, and he's like, "When did we discuss guy. this? Yeah, about definitely talk about this. Didn't I, would,
1: I would have, I would have." Shot you i down, brought that theory up. discussing this stuff
3: i definitely brought that theory up
0: don't put me and eric in this in your in your little theory i swear to you, you say I, a little theory?
3: I brought that theory up i want to say it was um for thor and you were telling me to hold it up until we got to and uh infinity war yeah, Ruben, and then, but anyway, you but nailed it. It. Ruben,
1: I, I, you're, you're crazy. I'm you're crazy, wild, but I'm all but in, baby. I have, I have missed you, so. Uh, you don't. Know, oh, my God, man. Ruben, 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 we call
0: you George, but honestly, you're Kramer.
1: No, no, no,
0: no you're You're fucking no, Kramer with these theories you got listen, going man, on.
3: I'm telling you it's going to happen, all right? It's going to happen. Listen, Peter Parker's going to see Tobey Maguire on that stage. On that stage, not even on screen, on that stage. And he's going to be like, <laughs> Uncle Ben?
1: That is a jump the shark moment. And I'll be like, all right, MCU, <laughs> what stop. What's happening? No, stop.
3: All right, don't believe me.
0: Anyway, guys, this concludes our discussion of episode three of Loki. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, tell you what, I almost forgot to say it. I miss these shows being on Fridays. H- having the show be on Wednesdays, I feel like there's not enough scuttlebutt on Twitter God, about like conversation sorry. happening. And uh, I kind of miss that. So, but so, I get much.
3: it. Like, I would even say, like, do Thursday. Why Wednesday?
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, who, knows, who knows? Who knows? It's time for plugs, everybody. Let's start with Anthony. Anything you'd like to plug today? Uh,
2: I guess the D&D show, we had to go on hiatus as we had uh, some personal live issues. But hopefully we can get back to that in a more regular basis as we go forward.
0: The Lost Minds I found Elver. I've been seeing it everywhere. I saw like some imagery for, for it the other day.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Eric.
1: Uh Eric C. again on Twitter. I've been on vacation. I'm recharged and reloaded. I'm ready to do a bunch of stuff for the channel now. Um gonna probably get back into streaming soon. Um Decided to go back into do uh, scary games. Um, let's see what else. Um, that's about it, really. I feel so bad for all of the Dante fans today after the Smash. <laughs> it was it that was that's fun. Like Smash stuff is always fun. Um, but no, uh, I'm really excited. Like I got like I feel like I got kind of a mojo back. So I'm really really excited for everything else the rest of the year um Ruby is kicking, and Tessa. I can't. I can't feel it yet, but Ruby is moving around in there, so it's very exciting. um So yeah, ready to go,
0: Ruby lorelei Gin. Yep. Cannot wait. See some cute pictures of you of you three. Mm -hmm. So, plugs for me. You can follow me at Iso Christian for all my lame takes about all things pop culture. I suppose. But if you want more movie takes, I do have a movie podcast called Large Popcorn. You can find it on Twitter at Large Popcorn Pod. Uh, We just did our first superhero movie recording of the day. It was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So be on the lookout for that. And for this channel, if you do like our Marvel Mondays initiative, stick around because we've got Black Widow coming up next week. Hope you all are excited. I can't wait. I can't wait.
1: So the joke I was going to say earlier... Because, you know, everyone makes the joke on Twitter when you were talking about Asian representation in film. And then I was going to say, yeah. Oh, it's a, I, so it's like, I, I joke it was good for a while and it got to the point where it's like, okay, I'm seeing this every time something comes up. Uh But uh I'm very excited for Black Widow. I, my David Harbaugh, I'm ready for a man. And then, you know, Scarlet, if you're watching this at home. Uh, just, I'm, I'm ready to see your movie. It's, I, I know, nice. you, you're, you're, I know you're busy right now with a bunch of stuff. Just know, I'm, I'm ready for this movie. You got Sing Two coming out in December. Really ready to see that too. Uh,
0: okay, before we even end the show, I have to ask. I saw the Sing tra- Sing Two trailer before Fast Nine, and I was like, Oh my god, this movie looks actually cute and full of heart. Should I watch Sing One?
1: Sing One is fan fucking tastic. It is so freaking good. I cannot recommend that movie enough. It's so good. Matthew okay. McConaughey is great. Taron Taron Edgerton can wail. He is a really good singer, and that's probably that movie is why he got Rocket Man, because he actually like sings an Elton John song. In it's it's really good. It's it's got so much heart in it, man. Oh, it's so good. Might yes, have please, to check this out. Sing. Please okay. watch this.
0: Alrighty, that's going to do it for us. I want to thank you both for coming on the show today. Until next time, Excelsior.